Okay, uh, game week finally here, and uh, that's a a relief in a lot of ways for our guys. Been working a lot of months uh, without any opponent and uh, hitting each other, and tired of that. It's been the longest stretch of my career, and I'm sure everybody's of of practice without playing. And so, it's exciting that the week is here. Uh, we definitely need this week of practice, and uh, we're going to maximize the time we have. Uh, we'll be on the field today in full pads. It'll be most likely our last pad practice before the game. Uh, tomorrow's off uh, as per the uh, Pac-12 mandate. And we'll be back at it Wednesday. And that will be the normal run-up to the uh, to the game on Saturday. So guys are looking forward to it. They're eager to get going. Um, and uh, it's going to be a different game day atmosphere, obviously, with with the uh, circumstances that are involved and no fans. And so it's all it's – all, Continuing to be uh, uncharted territory and, and new experience for our guys, but uh, that's you know the situation that we're in, and so we just move forward and and uh, hopefully we'll play well on Saturday. So questions, Kyle, as you alluded to last week, uh, the era of COVID can decimate a positional room really quickly, and we've seen some teams around the country have to entertain a fourth or fifth string quarterback. Who is four and five in theory if COVID were to hit your quarterback room? Okay, number four is Cooper Justice, our freshman from Oregon, who is uh, doing a great job and, and really has shown a lot of promise uh, throughout the, the last several uh, weeks of practice. He's a big kid. He's 6'5", maybe 6'6", uh, 235 pounds, lefty, big arm and uh, extremely intelligent. So it would be Cooper Justice if we get that far. If we get to number five, there's uh, two or three guys that really we'd have to sort out right now that are that are not uh, in any sort of uh, pecking order. And so we've got one through four, and that's as far as far as we've gotten now. Hopefully we don't have to go that far, but but you never know. So we'll see, see how things uh, shape up. You know, Kyle, most of us in the media haven't seen Cam Rising except for spring of 2019, I think it was, when he played some and we were allowed to go to the practices. And since then, we haven't seen him play. Could you describe what his best attributes are? Okay, Cam is, uh, first of all, he's a tremendous athlete. He's uh, he's fast, and somewhere in the 4'6 range in the 40, which for a QB is, is pretty darn good. He's got decent size to him, 6'2 and about 215 pounds. Uh, he's got a, a strong arm quick decision maker and uh he's really come a long way since he got in our program he's done a, i think it was a couple of weeks ago we talked about his skill set and what's changed he's, he's doing a great job taking care of the football whereas when he first got here he was a little bit of a, a loose cannon uh, trying to put the ball in spots that were uh, really there was no play there to be made and, and uh, not taking care of the football not making great decisions but uh what's really improved is um uh, Along with that is his accuracy. He's, he's throwing the ball much better right now as far as uh, completion percentage. We chart every throw every single day. And so he's he's really uh, come a long way since he got here. Not that he was not a good quarterback when he got here, but Andy's done a nice job of refining him and, and uh, getting him to play within the framework of the offense. And that's not to say that he can't break the pocket and extend the play and make things happen because that's going to be something that uh, – you know, is, is valuable to every offense is, is being able to extend the play. And that's really, to me, a difference maker. And uh, when you're looking at it from a defensive standpoint, if you get got a quarterback that can do that, it's uh, it's a pretty dangerous situation for you on defense. And, 
and uh, he's got that ability. Yeah, Coach, uh, what does it mean for this team and the offense to have Britton Covey back? And what can you tell us about what you've seen from him behind the scenes this past year to just get back to where he is now? Well, it's huge for our offense. It's huge for our special teams. He's uh, one of the best returners in the nation. At least he was his freshman year. And and uh, we expect him to, to be very dangerous as a punt returner and kickoff returner. Uh, he's completely healthy as far as the knee injury. And we regained his quickness, his speed. He was not himself last year. And that's why we made the decision to, to sit him out after those first four games and, and not uh, – utilized the year of uh, eligibility so he was able to get a red shirt here last year and then of course this year doesn't count so it's like another I guess red shirt here but uh, he means a lot to our offense he's got a, a role that uh, is significant um, he's one of the best slot receivers in the Pac-12 and uh, we're expecting him to, to have an impact on our on our offense in a very positive way was that the entire question was there something else to that I just uh, guess, what did you see from him? What do you see from him this past year, kind of behind the scenes of the process of getting back to where he is? Yeah, well, first of all, he's a tireless worker. He, he, he'll rehab as well as anybody we've ever had here. He's very conscientious of, of getting himself healthy, and, and it means a lot to him. He's a great leader for us. He was uh, elected onto the leadership council. His uh, teammates really respect him, and, and he carries a lot of weight around here with the teammates. He's got a great attitude. He's always, always uh, – positive and has a, lot, has a lot of juice and energy of practice and just one of those guys when you're around him he uh you know, he has an effect he rubs off on everybody else as far as his his attitudes infectious and his enthusiasm and his his passion for the game kyle good morning good morning josh um you guys just released the first in season two deep in the middle of the zoom call and just kind of scanning it. I see that RJ Hubert is, is not on the two deep. Is that an indication that he got beaten out? Is there an injury setback or should we not look at that too closely? Well, he's uh, coming off that serious injury that he had in the uh, championship game and he's still having some, he's not himself yet. He's still a little bit off the pace. RJ's a fine football player and a guy that, when he's right, it's definitely a guy that's going to help us. But uh, right now, he's just trying to get back to to uh, where he was prior to the injury, and it's been a long, hard road for him. But uh, he's still with us, and we're optimistic that that uh, at some point, it's kind of like Britton Covey last year, a very similar situation, other than RJ is probably further behind than Britton was when he tried to, to uh, come back. And so that being the case, uh, we've, got, we've had to move past him for the moment, for the time being. But uh, I've got a lot of uh, optimism that at some point down the road, he'll, he'll get back to uh, what he was prior to the injury and, and be able to start to help us again. Just a quick follow-up. Um, at left guard, I mean, at this point, what are you looking for as the game approaches between Keaton Bills uh, and Braden Daniels? Those two have performed exceptionally well all camp long and all prior to that. And so they both earned the uh, opportunity to play, and they're going to play, and they're going to rotate. And as with a lot of the positions, there's a lot of positions you see a starting lineup, but there's the backups are going to get reps and, and uh, we'll see who settles in and, and does the best job in game situations. And so there's a lot of these uh, ones and twos that are very close neck and neck. You know, a lot of them are listed as or, but uh, some of them that are listed as one and two, the two still going to get reps and, and uh, see how things unfold during the course of of the season and, and you can play your way into more playing time or less as the case may be, depending on how you perform. 
Coach, you've you've gone through a lot of different, um, you know, game week modes, and I know that 2020 is completely different. D- does it have that that a different feel, or, or is it just another game week for you? It does have a little different feel, and uh, we went through uh, the other day our pregame routine, and and that's had to be changed up because not only are we dealing with, uh, you know, the 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 COVID stuff and and those restrictions and those modifications that we had to make, but we don't have a locker room over at the stadium. And so that's caused us to change our routine quite a bit. And again, I've already gone through that a week or two ago that we're not complaining about it, but it has definitely made the the pregame routine change and it's dramatically changed. And so we're going to do a lot of the the pregame stuff over here at our facility and then arrive at the stadium much later than we used to because of uh, the need to, get things done here where we have better facilities to work with. Kind of following off Trevor's question, you, you obviously have a couple of weeks to prepare for Arizona and be able to uh, kind of ease into them. But normally you have non-conference games before you get into the conference slate. How, how do you prepare differently or has it been different uh, to maybe previous years in terms of your preparation coming into the season? Not much difference, even though you're right, we're jumping right into Pac-12 play without uh, a preseason schedule. But but we don't uh, or haven't prepared really any differently. You got to prepare to play your best and be at your best in game one, regardless of who you're playing. And so I, I would say that the big difference in this camp has been the amount of contact because uh, we've got so many guys that we got to get up to speed. And the only way to, to get a, a true evaluation, get them up to speed is with live work. And so we don't feel like we overdid it. We're still fresh. We haven't had, uh, you know, any major run of injuries it's been about the same as any other camp and, and so in that respect we we feel like we uh got a lot accomplished with the live work and that's obviously over with and hasn't hasn't been any live work for several days now but uh that's that's been the biggest difference this camp as opposed to previous camps is the amount of live work was was much more and and uh trying to get these guys who have never played a snap or a down of uh college football some some live experience Kyle, uh, looking at your running backs, Devin Brumfield and Jordan Wilmore, the top of the depth chart going into the game, um, what what specific things do do each of those players bring to the running game? I mean, do do they bring kind of a different look for a defense to prepare for? Do they have like different attributes that you like that they bring to the run game? They do, and uh, Devin is more of an inside runner. He's he's our biggest back. He's two hundred fifteen pounds. He's a physical runner in between the tackles. He's a, a guy that never makes a mental mistake, uh, handles his pass protections, his blitz pickups exceptionally well. He catches the ball out of the backfield well and just very steady and very uh, very uh, consistent in his play. Jordan Wilmore is a little more elusive, maybe more of an outside guy, although he is pretty tough in between the tackles. He'll stick it up in there. But uh, Jordan is uh, – Devin's been with us the longest. Jordan is, is a sophomore. Devin's a junior this year. But uh, Jordan has really made a lot of strides since last year. Nobody really got a bunch of work in the last several years with Zach Moss taking the, the vast majority of the carries. But uh, they both bring something to the table, as do the other two. Mackay Bernard and, and uh, Ty Jordan will also be on the field and, and get their reps in, in situations. And, and they have their uh, package of plays. We're going to utilize those guys. And so it'll be a by-committee running back situation, at least early on. And again, if somebody clearly demonstrates through game reps that they're above the other guys and, and we'll gravitate towards that guy. But uh, right now we, 
we plan on using all four, and uh, we feel good about all. Hey, coach, I don't know if you know, but uh, Covey broke the news. You know that he's actually going to be starting at quarterback on Saturday. You left that out of the bag. Yes, he did. But uh, he did say that, you know, whoever the starter is, you know, he's been really happy with the reps they've gotten, the chemistry they developed. Is that part of your reason of why you named the starting quarterback, you know, beginning of last week, just so they can get all those first team reps? Yeah, that's a big reason is, is for the continuity and the, and the, uh, the, just the guy that's going to be the guy working with the ones and the, and the, uh, you know, both the line and the receivers, because that's important is the continuity and the, and the comfort level with uh, working with those guys and, and uh, so short answer is yes, that's a, a big reason why we made the decision as early as we did. Also, we felt like we had enough body of work and uh, enough to evaluate to make a intelligent decision. You guys have already got a uh, good good quarterback you guys are going to be facing in uh, Grant Gannell starting out, you know, right out of the gates. What what have you seen in his game and, and, and what kind of problems could he create for your defense? Well, we saw a lot of them last year. He's uh, He was just a young guy last year, you know, brand new to the program. He's a year more experienced, and, and uh, he's a good thrower. He's a, he's a very capable runner, uh, kind of like what you saw at Herbert when Herbert was a freshman. He was There's similarities there in, in size and, and style of play. Not saying he's he's the next Herbert, but but uh, that type of quarterback. And, and uh, you know, we just got to be ready for, for – uh, Anything you know, offensively, and you know, for anything across the board, for that matter, it's an opener. And anytime you're playing an opener, there's a lot of unknowns, and you had you got to have a pretty generic and uh, broad spectrum game plan that that can handle pretty much anything you see, because teams can change a bunch over the course of a year. So we got to be ready for different personnel groups and and things we haven't seen and they haven't put on tape in years past. So so uh, that's going to be a, a challenge like it is for everybody in the country in their opener. It's a, it's a guessing game. And and uh, but but him as a, as a player, he's he's a very good player. And, and I think he's got a bright future there.